When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Among the enlightened few, it is an acknowledged fact that ancient Africans were the original architects of civilization, developing the rudiments of what have today become the scientific, religious, and philosophical backbones of mankind in modern society. It was indeed ancient Africans that set the foundations. Seeking to challenge the distorted perceptions of Africa and African culture being perpetuated in the media and in classrooms worldwide, founding his educational organization, IKG, in 1982. Cultural memory specialist, Anthony Browder, has devoted the last four decades to researching ancient Egyptian history, science, philosophy, and culture. Founded as an educational organization dedicated to the rediscovery and application of ancient African history, culture, and wisdom, IKG concentrates its research, analyzes, and disseminates its findings in efforts to demystify history and present knowledge that can be readily applied in a practical and personal manner. History has shown that the study, analysis, and application of ancient knowledge has empowered those who have studied and mastered its teachings, with their framework and research being distributed through numerous mediums and with books and publications being used in classrooms around the world. Under the direction of Mr. Browder, IKG sponsors lectures, workshops, and conferences, featuring presentations by renowned historians, scientists, psychologists, and scholars that discuss aspects of African, African-American, and world history, culture, and philosophy, actioning their firm mission to advocate for the dissemination of information and knowledge regarding the positive portrayal of the worldwide African experience. Here with us to discuss more about the original architects of civilization, African history and culture, to share more with us about his educational organization and his extraordinary body of research collected over three decades and with 52 plus trips to Egypt and other international destinations. We have author, publisher, historian, artist, and educational consultant, director of the ASA Restoration Project and founder and director of the IKG Cultural Resource Center, cultural memory specialist, Mr. Anthony T. Browder. 
I am Maggie B. Nowen, and this is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast with your host, Ramses Jaw. So, uh, Mr. Anthony T. Browder, welcome to the show today. It's my pleasure, and thank you for this opportunity to talk with you and share my information with your listeners. Appreciate absolutely, it. absolutely. I, I, I must let you know um, before we get started that this was a... Uh, a personal request of mine. I, I was uh, asked if, if I had like a wish list of people that I could have a conversation with. Um, who would who would those people be? And you were at the top of that very short list. I've uh, been very fortunate, but one person I ha- haven't been able to like really pick your brain is, is you. And uh, so today is actually uh, very meaningful for me. I spent a lot of time programming radio stations. You know, just choosing songs and listening to your lectures, you know, playing in the background, just kind of learning the history. And and I, I like to think that some of your words influence some of the playlists that, uh, you know, my city ended up listening to uh, in, a, in a positive and meaningful way. So again, uh, uh, the pleasure is mine today. So let me ask you a question before we get started. Please. I, I'm appreciative of the fact that you um, saw fit to invite me to be on this podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, how old are you? I'm 40 years old. Yes, absolutely. 40 years old. 40 years old. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, what interested you as a 40-year-old man, what interested you in the things that I've been talking about since before you were born? That's a great question. I love I love that. So um, this is part of the reason why this conversation is is so meaningful for me. I grew up in a uh, in the in the Christian tradition. My father was a minister. His father was a minister. Um, one of the things about my father was he was very educated. His doctorate was in theology. And something that I learned from him is that when you become more educated, you tend to harbor less prejudices and less ignorance. And so by the time I was born, my father was very old when I was born. Um, my father did not teach uh any any prejudices, any biases to me or to my uh, brothers and sisters. Rather, he taught us um, from the Bible, of course, that's as you do in, the, in that type of um, household. But it was more of this is the example after which we can model our lives to be the type of people that we want to be. But this is no more right or wrong than any other faith tradition. This is the one that we do in this house, right? And so without having those prejudices, me growing up and getting out into the world, I was able to travel, go to other churches and worship with other people, you know, through through my own, you know, methods and using my own sort of aperture into the spiritual realm. Um, But uh, I got to fellowship with people who were Muslim, people who were Sikh, people who were Jewish and so forth. And I think that that sort of culminated into when I had my 40th birthday, um, a trip that I took to Egypt. Um, my name is Ramses, and I'm, I'm sure you are well aware of the connection. Uh, and so I've been very connected to uh, Egypt, Egyptology, the history of Egypt and, and the history of Africa in Egypt as well, my whole life. And so for my 40th birthday, my father passed when I was, uh, it was sort of right after I started listening to your lectures, which was my early thirties. Um, but my mid thirties, my father passed. So me making my way to Egypt for my 40th birthday was very significant. And 
the the teachings in your lectures were kind of rumbling back and forth in my head. We had a great tour guide and so forth, but I had such a, a strong framework and foundation going over there to absorb the history, the culture, um, the faith traditions and so forth. Um, and then the the lineage of the stories, which I hope we, uh, that we'll get to um, in today's conversation. But uh, at today's conversation, I, I asked honestly for it because of those reasons and I'm sure many more. All right. Another short question. Why mm-hmm. did your father name you Ramses? Um, my father felt that uh, Ramses was a person that did a lot for Egypt. Um, and he felt that the name really suited his son. Uh, it means the the son of the God of the sun, um, loosely translated. And uh, he felt that that was appropriate for me. He just kind of knew that before I was born. And so I've, I've loved my my name my whole life. Um, and so your, your father obviously was wise beyond his years because in the Christian tradition, Mm-hmm. Ramesses mm-hmm. is considered to be the king of the Exodus. Exactly. So for your father to name you <laughs> name you Ramesses meant that he knew more mm-hmm. than a lot of his fellow um, uh, pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very good sign. It's a, it's an honor and a pleasure to uh, meet your acquaintance and have this interview with you. I appreciate that. So let's let's talk about you. One of the things we do on the show here. Um, it's kind of very similar to what we've just done, but this time let's make it about you. So for our listeners who may not be as familiar, uh, share a bit about yourself, um, maybe some of your origin story, your upbringings, and ultimately what led you to your career path. Sure. Well, I am a, a product of Chicago, Illinois. I was mm-hmm. born in 1951, mm-hmm. 71 years old, and uh, grew up on the west side of Chicago uh, in a segregated community. Uh, my first um, years of my life, I, I went to predominantly all-black school, had black teachers, and this was during a time frame when black teachers were very concerned about <clears throat> the education of the black children in their classroom. They understood that education is a pathway to empowerment, to success, um, and, and so they made sure that we appreciated the value of reading and writing and arithmetic. And that established a, a love of learning in me early in life. And uh, I left Chicago after my uh, freshman year in college and I felt that it was, it was time for me to, to, to get away. You know, Chicago, Chicago then in, in the, I left Chicago in 1971. Uh, Chicago then, as Chicago is now, uh, one of the most racially segregated cities in the United States. Uh, the violence was just beginning to increase again in my community. And I've been shot at a couple of times, been jumped on by gangs of black folk, jumped on by gangs of white folk. And I felt the need to leave Chicago and go someplace else where I could pursue a life without all of these um, racial distractions. And I decided to come to Washington, D.C. to attend Howard University. So I've lived in, in D.C. for 51 years now. Uh, D.C. was was phenomenal for facilitating my growth into uh, manhood. I had the opportunity back in those days, 71 through uh, through the 70s and mid 80s. D.C. was Chocolate City. Mm. Uh, we had over 70 percent, 71 percent African-Americans in the city. Uh, the city council, the mayors were predominantly people of African ancestry. Howard University, we had a large uh, international community. 
And I met black folk from all over the world uh, with different uh, religions, different uh, levels of understanding, different perspectives. And I grew to understand and appreciate what it meant to be a, a person of African ancestry living in Washington, D.C., living in the United States, and ultimately living in the world. And after graduation, I met uh, a brother who was the first um, person of African uh, Caribbean descent in Washington to introduce the Akan traditions to the D.C. community. And I took a, a seven-week class with him on African spirituality. And that seven-week class uh, changed my life. It made me aware of some of the things, some of the experiences, and, and some of the knowledge that was missing in my upbringing and gave me a foundation upon which I could move forward into adulthood. And that seven-week class led to my meeting Dr. Ivan Van Sertema on February the 21st, 1977. Mm. Dr. Van Sertema had just published his landmark book that came before Columbus, The African Presence in America, uh, where he documented the fact that Africans from the Nile Valley bit, built ships navigated the um, Mediterranean Sea, the Atlantic Ocean, and made numerous journeys to the Americas between 1200 and 600 BC. Mm. And that these Africans were from Egypt and the Egyptians were black. This is the first time in my life that any person had ever told me that the ancient Egyptians were black. So my mind was blown because like most people, I grew up having a fascination with Egypt and the pyramids and the temples and tombs, but nowhere in my formal educational process, nowhere in any of the books that I'd read, uh, any of the movies I'd seen, was I told that the ancient Egyptians were in fact African. That blew my mind and set me on the path to find out what else I didn't know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. We are here today with author, publisher, historian, artist, and educational consultant, director of the ASA Restoration Project, and founder and director of IKG Cultural Resource Center, cultural memory specialist, Mr. Anthony T. Browder, discussing the original architects of civilization, African history and culture, learning more about his educational organization, as well as his extraordinary body of research collected over three decades and with 65 plus trips to Egypt and other international destinations. So that meeting with Ben Surtema resulted in my discovering books by authors, um, John Henry Clark, uh, Yosef Yelkinen, John Jackson, uh, and other scholars who became uh, my teachers, my facilitators, who helped to re-educate me. And as a result of reading their books and ultimately over time meeting them, I had the occasion to travel to Egypt in 1980 with Dr. Yosef Yelkinen, one of the foremost uh, Egyptologists and scholars uh, at that time. And that 13-day trip that I spent on the Nile changed my life because I had the opportunity to see with my own eyes monuments, documents, images that were thousands of years old mm. of African people in control of their own destiny. And I realized then that I had been lied to um, and oftentimes lied to by people who look like me, which reinforced the fact that we only know what we know. And it begs the question, who's responsible for teaching you what you know? Mm. And if your teachers are miseducated, it means that the students that they teach will also be miseducated. So I established um, IKG in 1982 as an organization that would facilitate the re-education of, of people of African descent. My primary interest then was to make sure that that my colleagues, my friends, my people uh, would not be as miseducated as I was. And then that started my four decades uh, long journey into uh, researching, uh, traveling, and then sharing my research and my findings with the wider community, which ultimately led to you discovering me and me being here um, to do this podcast with you. So that's uh, in summary, uh, my life. I, I love it. I love it. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, so you you mentioned you know your research and and uh, the things that you managed to uncover. Um, I want to kind of connect that with sort of your uh, 
how you describe the work that you do. Um, so let's let's explain to our listeners what a cultural memory specialist is. Cultural memory specialist is a person, you know, historians study history. History is literally his story. So whenever someone tells their story, they're telling you what they want you to know mm-hmm. and are oftentimes eliminating information that they don't want you to know. So um, as one of my teachers, John Henry Clark, said that all history is a current event. And if you understand the purpose of history, which is to tell you who you were, who you are, and who you can become, if we've been fed false history, um, and, and history is nothing but memories of the past. So false history um, creates false memories. And false memories are our reference points to understand what happened in the past. So my job, my responsibility is to reinterpret the historical memory of the past and present this information such that it will create new memories in uh, the people that I'm reaching out to so that these new memories that show the glory, uh, the power, the, the length and breadth of the presence of African people on the planet then becomes a mental, emotional, and psychological reference point that others can use to understand how they got where they are at this present moment, mm-hmm. have a great understanding of the world that we have to, that we all have to move around in and make conscious choices on what you can do, given all of those factors to create the world that you plan to, to move into a year from now, a decade from now, um, you know, two decades from now, and to leave a path for the generations who are coming behind you. So I take a very holistic approach uh, to my understanding, my interpretation, and the practical application of historical historical uh, information. So um, I think I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. This concludes part one of our four-part conversation with author, publisher, historian, artist, and educational consultant, director of the ASA Restoration Project, and founder and director of IKG Cultural Resource Center, cultural memory specialist, Mr. Anthony T. Browder. Check back in with us tomorrow for part two with your host, Ramses Ja, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Thank you.
we went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.